0: Hi, everybody. I'm Gloria Moraga. Let's begin with a quote. Criticism is something we can avoid easily by saying nothing, doing nothing, and being nothing. Aristotle. I produced a podcast called How to Accept a Compliment. This episode of One-on-One is titled How to Accept Criticism. This is Gloria Maraga's One-on-One, a show designed to improve face-to-face communication in the digital age. How do you respond when somebody, your boss, supervisors, co-workers, criticize your work? Remember, there is constructive criticism and there are mean, nasty comments that aim to hurt. Communication can cut both ways. What's important is your response. If you listen to my other podcast episodes, you know I have an easier time accepting criticism than compliments. Maybe that's because I got far more critiques than compliments. I'll share some examples and provide tips for you. Please subscribe to my podcast. I need your support and share my podcast. We all need to communicate. Throughout my radio and television career, I've received hundreds of critiques. Criticism flows freely in television news. How do you accept or handle criticism is more important than what is said to you. Yes, of course. I did receive yearly work evaluations. I have also had notes put in my personnel file more than once because of my bad attitude or because I made some misstep or had a lousy interaction with another employee. I have been yelled at a lot by bosses and coworkers all some sort of form of criticism. Once a photographer told me that I talk too much and I just need to shut up. That same photographer screamed at me once right before a live shot. He yelled, Get your ass over here! (laughs) I can laugh about it now, but at the time it really wasn't funny. When you work in television news, you receive a lot of criticism. And when you're a political reporter, multiply that times two. You are routinely screamed at by producers and photographers. I've been threatened numerous times that I was going to be fired. As far as the political reporting goes, Republicans always claim you're slanting the story to help Democrats, and Democrats make the same claim, only the other way around. At that point, you realize your story must be fair because both sides hate it. Some of my bosses and I have been called by the governor's press secretary to get that broad off the air or to pull my story because the governor hated my story. Once a White House spokesperson yelled at me and threatened to pull my White House credential. He did not, but I did get yelled at and it was a form of criticism. When I was a young reporter, an assistant news director would yell at me when I walked into the station after a live shot. From across the room, he would scream, Moraga, conference room, tape review. And we would have to watch back my story on tape. We would go through my live shot sentence by sentence. And the guy who had never been a reporter or produced a live shot would tell me what I should have said and what I should have done. Or he would just scream at me, review the tape. (laughs) That same man once demoted me. He called me in and said I was going to be removed from the weekend anchor desk. I took it hard. I asked him why. I said, please work with me. I can anchor and I can deliver what you want. But it wasn't my ratings. My ratings were great. And I was well-liked, except by one person. The general manager didn't like me. My response to the criticism at that time was to ask for another chance. I didn't get it. And eventually, I accepted it. What else can you do? After all the times that that man picked on me, he was kind to me when he demoted me. He said, what do you care what they think of you, Gloria? And then he asked, what is your long-term goal? And I said, I want to be a great reporter. I want to tell people stories in a major market. I want to tell political stories about people. And he replied, then fuck 'em." He was kind when he said it. and I was in shock. He said, you will be a great political reporter and you don't need this weekend anchor job in Fresno. Of course, I disagreed with him, but he was really nice when he said it, and that was the only time he was ever nice to me, and then he left the room, and I was left sitting, sitting there alone, feeling like a big fat failure. Criticism. It comes in all forms. When I was in Washington, D.C., my bureau chief called me into his office, and he said he was sending me to a consultant. Why? I asked. He claimed that many news directors at the seven Cox television stations that we worked for refused to have me on air because I was horrible. That was a hard one. You know, I was not horrible. In fact, I later discovered that just one station, one station news director thought I was a little too animated, but nobody said I was awful. The bureau chief didn't like me, and this was the boss's attempt to manage me. I could explain. I I write about this bureau chief in my book, targeted by work bully stories from hell. He was not a nice man. And he was a horrible boss. When he told me I sucked, I was calm. I asked him to please help me get better. I said, I want to improve. I said, I want to be successful. And he liked my groveling. And that was when he checked with his boss. And it was decided that he was going to send me to this famous talent coach in New York City. And I thought, wow, this is my punishment for being horrible on air. I get to go to New York City once a week for seven weeks. So I would get on the train to be kind of yelled at by this consultant, and she she was mean. Her way of training you was to tear you down, to rip you apart, and then she would build you back up. So the first couple of times I met with her was just awful. She liked to make people cry, and she did try to make me cry. She, She really did but i didn't and we eventually became friends and she actually liked me and thought i was very good on air she gave me some really great tips i wound up really liking her we went through my on air tapes she had me slow down she told me to smile more and not to talk too fast basic stuff but it was great really it was after the the first one once a week i got to skip work and take the train to new york city And after my coaching session, which didn't last very long, I would go shopping or to the museum, and then I would have a late lunch at a fancy restaurant before taking the train home, and I would read a book on the way back on the train, and it was heaven. Of all the criticism I received, it always ended well when I calmly and carefully accepted the criticism and promised to work with the boss to get better. And here are some suggestions from an Indeed article I read, Steps to Handle Criticism at Work. Funny, when I read these, I thought, when I did this, it was fine. When I didn't do it, it wasn't. Number one, quote, control your reaction. And I add, if possible, think about it for a while before you respond and be careful of your body language. Two, don't take it personally. Honestly, Try to separate the person you are from the work you do. Now, I say this because this is something I tried to do and never could. Three, process the criticism. Don't knee-jerk or do something that you'll regret. Four, don't dwell on it. Get over it. The Indeed article is excellent and I'll include a link. Even though I was criticized continuously when I was in broadcasting, nothing was worse than the negative non-constructive criticism I received when I worked at Sacramento State. My direct managers were not only mean bullies, they lacked essential communications intelligence. But here is one great tip from my time spent there. Don't ever respond to an email that attacks or criticizes you without having a good friend or coworker read your response And copy edit it. Never put anything in writing that can be used against you. And honestly, I never have, but there were many times when I was sent these horrible emails that were totally untrue, and I would want to respond right away, but I never would. You take a walk, you walk around the block, and you take some time and take care with your response. And if you receive a negative employee evaluation, really take care with that response. You can respond in writing. Just be careful what you write. Above all, please don't let criticism destroy your confidence. No one is perfect, as Aristotle said. Don't give up, ever. And I love this. There are some other quotes that I pulled from the Positivity blog, which I'll include a link to that as well. One from Elvis Presley. Don't criticize what you don't understand, son. You never walked in that man's shoes. That's from Elvis Presley. Don't you love him? And this one is from Benjamin Franklin. Any fool can criticize, condemn, and complain. And most fools do. (laughs) And from my very favorite, Eleanor Roosevelt. Do what you feel in your heart is right, for you will be criticized anyway. You'll be damned if you do and damned if you don't. From the great Eleanor Roosevelt. I'm Gloria Moraga. Communicate one-on-one. Please share my podcast and subscribe. This entire episode will be posted on my website. All the text and the website, gloriamoraga.com. Be safe.